0: welcome back to the calorie deficit university podcast. I hope that you guys are just having a fantastic week. It is the good old holidays. Um, and today hopefully will be not only a good episode, um, Surrounding the holidays, but just events in general. And um, there's so many different opportunities and days surrounding around the year where um, there's an opportunity to binge eat um, and just not be on your goals, etc. So, hopefully, this episode, whether you're listening to it around the Christmas and a New Year holiday season um, or any time of year, hopefully it can provide some clarity and some insight um, just to surviving holidays, birthdays, events, weddings, all the different things. There's, I joke with my clients, there's like over 22% of the year, um, there's an opportunity to binge eat for most people who celebrate events, um, and who are partaking, um, with their friends and family. Um, and if you are 22% uh, of the year binge eating, then you are never going to achieve your goals. So, um, and let me be clear when I say binge eating, um, it's not necessarily a disordered eating term. It it, it is an identifier of disordered eating, but um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have a binge eating disorder. Those two things are very different. Um, Binge eating, basically what it means is um, eating without stopping, eating past a point of satiety, um, all, all of those uh, concepts. So when I use that terminology, that's what I mean. All right, so let's just get right into it. A lot of people struggle with the holidays mainly because it's out of their normal routine. They're eating foods that they're not necessarily used to eating all the time. There's holiday cookies and Christmas ham and and lots of things that are just presented to you, um, that you wouldn't normally eat. And so you eat it. And normally you eat it in abundance. A lot of people have this scarcity mentality, um, where they're really concerned that the food is going to be gone. Um, they're not going to be able to have it again. So they might as well have some and have sometimes 10. What I will comment briefly on that is. We live in a privileged world um, where most people have the opportunity to eat holiday treats year-round. Um, you can have your Christmas cookies in July, you can have Christmas ham in May. Um, you don't have to have this food scarcity mentality. The food is not going anywhere. Um, you can have hot cocoa in February. Like seriously, you can eat all these holiday goodies all year round. So don't feel like you need to binge because you're not going to get this treat again. Um, You can have it all the time. So I will just mention briefly on that. The other thing is that a lot of people have kind of this all or nothing mentality. So when the holidays approach, they're like, all right, well, it's going to be all in to overeating and just having an overindulgence into all of this holiday alcohol and cookies and whatever it is, um, because they feel like if they're not being perfect, then they might as well just throw in the towel and let all of this holiday indulgence completely consume them. Um, And really, it, it blows my mind. This is food is probably eating is And holiday eating specifically is probably the only time that we act like this as human beings. Um, You know, just like classic things. Okay, you miss a payment on your mortgage. You don't throw away the house. You don't say, all right, we're never gonna pay the mortgage for the next three months. You know, if you miss a credit card payment, you're not like, oh, to hell with it. We're We're just not gonna pay it off. No, this all or nothing mentality really only happens with food and and eating. So we need to stop that all or nothing mentality just directly going into the holidays. It is more about progress than it is perfection. Um, You're never going to be perfect when it comes to diet, exercise, health, etc, etc. Honestly, you're never going to be perfect at at anything you do in life um, because shit happens. For example, a short workout is better than no workout at all. I would much rather you do some form of exercise over the holidays than nothing at all. Seriously, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just move your body. Tracking some of your food is better than not tracking at all. Seriously, I, I really think it's psychotic to track and measure your fruit and vegetables. Like No one was overweight or unhealthy from eating fruit and vegetables track the high calorie stuff, track some stuff so that you kind of can keep on track of what you're doing or just do a mental tracking of like, all right, I've had six cookies today, probably need to like pump the brakes a little bit. Getting in a 15 minute walk is better than no walk at all. Please just move your body. Do something is something is better than nothing. It really doesn't have to be perfect. Taking initial steps towards positive action is what makes the progress come much more easily and much more consistent consistently getting one more hour of sleep is better than pulling an all-nighter eating one serving of vegetables is better than absolutely nothing stop throwing in the towel on yourself when things aren't absolutely perfect you like really you can identify it in so many different things of your life but when it comes to eating it becomes this much more complex emotional issue when in reality if you just take one little step at a time and look at all those tiny steps as immense positivity, you would find such success in your weight loss. So many people binge right up until January 1, and then they say, I'll be perfect after the holidays. And it doesn't work. Seriously, it never works. When Tell me a time, and there's a small percentage of people, obviously, there's outliers, but tell me a time when you said, right, I'm just going to binge, binge, binge until January one. And then it'll all lose all the way after that. It it doesn't work. What you need to do is start today. Take little steps of positive action today. And you're going to see immense change and rewarding yourself for that positive action with even more positive action. And the reality is by starting today, you need to incorporate more consistency into your routine, into your life. You need to focus more on being consistent rather than hyperfixating on the holidays. Instead of hyperfixating on, oh my gosh, I'm going to overeat or I'm going to binge and then I'm going to start January one or there's going to be this and blah blah blah. blah, blah. Stop hyperfixating on the holidays. When yes, there is a lot of irregularities, but focus more. On the day to day, why are you so hyperphyxiated on the holidays and not hyperphyxiated on what your day to day looks like? Day to day, you overeat or you say, Oh, I'm not gonna work out, or you hyperphyxiate on, All right, because I binged over the holidays, now I'm gonna starve myself. Like, keep a routine, keep a solid, consistent baseline. Instead of being hyperfixated on the holidays and the results of that, consistency requires doing things when you aren't motivated. All right, motivation is a fleeting feeling, it comes and goes. You are not going to be motivated all the time. And so being consistent requires doing the hard things, saying no, saying yes, you know, putting your health first and choosing to do things that you may not necessarily want to do or enjoy to do. And then you'll be motivated by the positive um, action that come or the positive results that come from taking that action. Showing up every day is a battle and not (laughs) just trying to like survive the holidays. Okay. Trying to survive the holidays is not the battle showing up every day is. Once you get that on lock, you'll understand consistency much more. Once you start to actually track your consistent days, you will realize, wow, I'm not really consistent at all. Being consistent is only having four or five days that aren't on complete lock out of the month. Seriously. So like 25 of the days out of 30, 25 whole days need to be like on lock. So you're getting sleep, you're getting water, you're getting your exercise, you're eating well, you're prepping your meals. Like that is how consistent you need to be to succeed, not only in weight loss, but just in overall health. Not every single day is going to be perfect, but not every day has to be perfect to find weight loss success. All right. You just need to take those tiny steps and see that those tiny steps end up snowballing into a huge, huge transformation over time. I want to be clear in this one day, not even one week of being off of your regular routine is going to make you gain a shit ton of weight. It's what you do day to day. No one gained 50 pounds overnight. No one lost 50 pounds overnight. It's what you do over an extended period of time. You didn't wake up one day and be like, oh my gosh, I just gained all this weight. Like, no, it happened. It happened over years of creating obscure habits that maybe weren't what you used to do. It happened over maybe years of a sadness or a death or a new relationship or different things like that. You need to focus more on what you do day to day than hyperfixiating on the holidays. At the end of the day, You can't complain about not losing weight if you're not tracking your macros, you're dining out often, or you're having weekly cheat days or cheat meals, um, or maybe you're just estimating your calorie intake and you're not moving your body. You really can't complain. If your day-to-day does not look like a regular intake of lean protein, vegetables, fruit, and you tracking some of your macros or paying attention to like mindful attention to what you are eating and you're not and you know your days don't look like moving your body going on walks exercising those sorts of things then you cannot complain about weight that's gained from either the holidays or weight that hasn't been lost because you're at the end of the year and you realize jan one is right back around the corner i've seen it time and time again jan one Everyone makes these huge weight loss goals and then they realize, oh my gosh, the next Jan 1 is already here and I didn't lose any weight and maybe I gained weight. And that is a very harsh reality to face and very discouraging reality to face and often is what makes people just throw in the towel all over again. And I just want you to know that it doesn't have to be like that. Um, you can change, but knowing that change starts with slow movement and in order to really transform your life you have to become a completely different person your action has to look completely different than what it looked like before um, transformation does not come from being comfortable and staying exactly where you are transformation comes from radically changing what your daily choices look like that that's really the only way you're going to change and accepting that, and knowing that it's going to be hard and it's going to be uncomfortable is what's going to make you achieve your goals and keep your goals long-term. Um, and and knowing that because you've been in this state um, is why you are the way you are. You're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is insanity. So we have to change. We have to do the simple, um, even though it's really hard. You have to make the simple choices for yourself. Um, and and put yourself first and be consistent. 80% minimum. Better would be even more consistent, but 80% is the minimum to see drastic transformational change. All right, let's hop into the practical stuff to survive holidays. There are lots of great practical things that you can implement um, to surviving the holidays. The first thing that I kind of want to touch base on that is separate to these practical guides um, on how to survive the holidays is, and I've seen this with a lot of my clients, um, is that they'll often say, well, food is a love language for my family. And then we'll kind of dive deeper into that. Like there's a difference between food and cooking and coming around like a hearth, um, and the stove and, and being together, that is a totally separate, um, love opportunity, love language than, um, eating, um, eating as a love language is not necessarily a positive thing. Um, when it is binge eating, um, eating to nourish your body, eating to include high, um, micronutrient profiles, those are positive things. Absolutely. Um, but binge eating, um, in an emotional way to have emotional connection with your family is not healthy. Um, and I think it's become a very normalized, uh, topic, a very normalized way to love one another when it's not necessarily loving at all. You don't need to binge eat in order to experience love with your family. And so I would absolutely recommend um, taking time to address that within yourself and with your family that isn't just coming together around the holidays around food Or is it we genuinely feel love when we binge eat together because maybe we're avoiding um, difficult topics to talk about? Maybe we're avoiding emotional intimacy with one another and we're filling that void with food. Those are very serious topics that you need to address within yourself um, and with your family. All right, now let's dive into the practical stuff. Number one is you don't need to eat absolutely everything in sight um, during the holidays. There's been um, there's a study done that they placed almonds um, in front of individuals and they placed M and M's in front of individuals and basically the study concluded that whatever food was closer to an individual they ate more of so it didn't matter whether it was delicious, amazing M and M's or kind of like almonds whatever was closer to the test subject they ate more of. The reality is our brains are designed and wired to be comfortable and to eat whatever is closest to us. Um, and so keeping that in mind, when, when you go to a holiday and you put yourself in this place where there's all this food just here, easily accessible, you're going to want to have this innate response to eat everything in sight. When the reality is there's stuff that you maybe don't even like. You don't need to put stuff on your plate that you don't want to eat focus on the things that you do want to eat. Enjoy that food and then move on. You don't need to eat absolutely everything that is placed in front of you. And two, family members, if you're listening to this, or you know, how to deal with family members, like don't force feed people. If they don't want to eat your casserole, like they're not they don't need to eat your casserole. Like if they don't want to drink alcohol, do not pressure them or force someone to eat or drink alcohol. It just it's inappropriate. All right. And if a family member is pressuring you, there are lots of good, easy techniques, um, to kind of buffer that by being like, wow, you know, I, I really appreciate you. Um, I tried it earlier. Of course lie. Like, oh yeah, it was so delicious. Thank you. Or, you know, I'm really full right now. Maybe I'll get back to it later. Oh, tell me about your, um, your little trip to blah, blah, blah. Like, all those sorts of deflection mechanisms or you can flat out be like I don't really want to try your ugly smelly yucky casserole. Love you though. Love you dearest. Or I'm really trying to put my health first this year and I'm actually really full and um thank you for caring about me and wanting me to eat and I already ate or I'm eating right now. Thank you so much. This is exactly the food that I wanted. Um, and creating those boundaries is really healthy. And people that don't respect those boundaries um, don't, don't, at the end of the day, they don't either understand or they don't respect you. The next point is you don't need to binge. You really don't. Um, this is not, like I said before, you, you these foods don't just like poof away. Um, you can make these foods all year round. Um, you don't need to binge these foods. If you feel like you are getting trapped in the binging um, sort of cycle, there are really simple things that you need to do. Um, make sure that you're eating high protein throughout the holiday, make sure that you're getting in your fruit and your vegetables and that you're moving your body. So keeping your baseline still high. Um, and then like doing simple things like taking a reasonable amount on, on your plate, not knowing that you can go back for seconds or, you know, if your family doesn't do seconds, create two plates for yourself, put one plate off to the side and if you don't end up eating it great take it home take it home tomorrow um being aware of your body keeping in tune with your surroundings um chewing your food and tasting the food enjoying the moment and not just mindlessly eating um The other thing that you really, really want to address, too, is you don't need to work out to punish yourself, all right? And you don't need to starve yourself either. So I don't want to see people working out like mad people. Um, Please do move your body over the holiday, but you don't need to work out uh, to cancel out those calories because the reality is you're not going to be able to, um, and it just makes the whole process Not enjoyable. We work out to celebrate that we can move our bodies um, and for our our health, our our heart health and function, not to um, eliminate calories or make it so that we can eat more calories, etc. I also, um, it is counterintuitive to starve yourself the day before, the day of, and the day after um, in order to enjoy um, just a simple dinner. Um, What ends up happening when you do that is you end up binge eating anyway. Um, because you just can't stop once you do allow yourself to eat. So it's much better to either. You can do two things, have a regular routine of eating, eat your regular breakfast, your regular lunch, whatever, and then enjoy your dinner and move on. Um, or what you could do is eat maybe a little bit smaller breakfast, a little bit smaller lunch. Cause you know that you're about to have a big ass dinner. That's another option too. Um, it is all up to you. I always tend to just listen to to my body. What is my body telling me? And normally I'll eat like a delayed breakfast because we're all sleeping in anyway. Um, And then I'll have like a light lunch, maybe a little bit later lunch. And then heck yeah, I'm having a great time at dinner. And usually the next day I'm still freaking full. So I have another delayed breakfast and I'm still eating, still nourishing my body. And not starving myself because all starving does all that excessive restriction does is, um, put you in a place where you are going to binge eat. Um, and then that cycle just continues over and over and over again um the reality is you can eat in moderation um you don't need to stack your plate high and go for thirds and fourths and fifths um and and keeping again in tune with your body and your surroundings and the environment is the way that you're going to be able to successfully do that Um, and it is okay to say no it is okay to have boundaries it is okay to be full after like you eat half your plate you don't have to finish your plate you can leave things on your plate. That is perfectly okay. Um really understanding a uh, kind of implementing all of these different things, I, I think is what's gonna set you up for success over the holidays. And just taking a deep breath, and maybe you need to separate yourself from environments, you know, maybe if your family doesn't really understand, that's okay. The the last point that I really want to harp on is there's no reason to feel guilty for enjoying the holidays. Um, again, you're not going to completely undo all of your progress. If you're being consistent one holiday, one day, whatever, one week is not going to completely undo everything that you've been doing all throughout the year. And I think that's the part though, that you need to hold yourself accountable to is how consistent am I actually being? am I actually giving it my all my a hundred percent? Cause you know, the reality is, you know, if you were giving a hundred percent, you would get a hundred percent results. What you put in, you do get out. Um, and that's what I absolutely love about strength training, about, you know, weightlifting, about dieting, about health. You get in what you or sorry. Yeah. You get what you put in, um, you're going to get those results of what you put in, um, in, in having that discipline is hard. It really is. Um, but knowing that every time you take a little, a step towards that action, um, it becomes easier. Every holiday becomes easier. Every, everything that you do becomes easier. And now like to my other, people who also listen to the podcast of, okay, maybe you are extremely serious about your training. Maybe you're doing body building, um, or anything like that. Like y'all are, are awesome too. Like, and you're totally included in all of this and all of that still applies as well you can still hit your macros as well. Um, you can still enjoy the holiday too. Um, and, and not have that guilt and move on. You know what to do. You just track, track, track. Um, and maybe you have to bring some food cause you're like, Oh my gosh, they're going to have ham and ham has a really high fat, um, macros for what I'm looking for, for my, my schedule, my routine, my training. Um, that's fine. Bring your chicken bring chicken and enjoy, enjoy the rest, hit that protein, um, hit that protein track for yourself and, um, still move on and enjoy. And you can also bring stuff home, um, and spread out your calories over the, over the days as well. Um, I really hope, although this episode is short, um, I really hope that you guys, um, enjoyed it. Um, and if you need any additional support, know that I'm here for you, know that you can message me over the holidays. Um, and the last, last point that I want to make is if you are strength training, use these amazing calorie bumps throughout the holiday to really push yourself in training. Um, You can have the best training weeks for the next two, three weeks um, because of you're basically um, refeeding. So refeeding, and getting those glycogen stores up um, and getting all this good uh, nutrients in your body, like use it, use it by, uh, you know, getting a new PR and, and getting really, really strong um, these next couple weeks in the gym. Like don't just eat and let it sit on the couch and go to waste. I'm not saying to punish yourself, but if you are into strength training, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you really, really hit the gym hard this week, you're actually going to use that fuel and turn it into some awesome muscle. So definitely do that this week and put your training, honestly, if you can on the forefront, because you can really, really crush your sessions in the gym this week with all of that extra um, calories, energy. And again, like I said, your glycogen stores are going to be through the roof. Like your training should be amazing. Um, so absolutely reach out if you have questions or maybe you're interested in training or you're like, wow, I've never heard that about, um, using f- food in that way, um, to get a new PR, etc." please reach out to me. I'd be happy to walk you through how, um, your nutrition desperately affects, um, your training sessions, um, all around all types of training. Um, again, happy holidays. I hope you guys have an amazing time and enjoy food and your family. And if you aren't partaking in holidays this year, um, I, I really hope that you have a good next year and can have a great time of self-reflection. Um, and if you are traveling in the car, uh, go ahead and listen to all the past episodes too. last week. Um, last episode was really, really good. And the week before that as well. Um, and always thank you so much for listening and, um, have a fantastic rest.